Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. The honeymoon didn't last long. We're talking about the finale of Veronica Mars right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz. just crying this was an emotional finale for veronica mars season four episode eight years continents and bloodshed i am kelsey hightower your host and with me is the original marshmallow shay jones i wish i had that much energy right now i really do i'm so sad i am pretty emotional uh right now and that is also one of the reasons this is going to be kind of a short finale coverage tonight we apologize but we've been crying for the last 30 minutes at the end of this um we were not prepared i was i was not prepared nothing could have prepared me for that that's true nothing could prepare us for what happened and even while i was watching Um, We were both predicting, and we both knew what was going to happen, yet that couldn't stop us from the inevitable. Um, Before we jump into our conversation tonight, we are going to be talking about the Kane dedication of Veronica Eccles and Logan Mars, and then we're finally going to be talking about the future of Neptune. Plus, we have special segments tonight. We have our special segment, Breaking the Glass Ceiling, and we have a little bit of news. So we are going to jump into it. Let's start off... um, talking about the Kane dedication and the bombing. So this episode, the finale, um, I was led to believe that Pin, I think I predicted this, Pin, the pizza guy was innocent and it was <laughs> Dawn behind all of this and I was very, very wrong. Shay, what were your thoughts about Pin planting the bomb for the dedication? There was a lot of double cross in this episode, so I there, I just that double cross, and then the limerick that was written that Dom had in front of you on the paper in his body because he committed suicide, quote unquote. I'm like, who talks like this? This doesn't even sound like Don would have said it to it, begin with. It does sound exactly like the pizza guy, not Don. So, yeah, he's a very dorky limerick kind of guy, so it does sound like him um, throughout the whole thing. But still, he has this charisma behind him that I was led to believe falsely, like everybody else. I think we saw at the very ending during Veronica's monologue where she said that for the documentary, still 40 pe- 40% of people believe that he was innocent. And I believe that this was a good reflection on a lot of things that happen in our world today, too, where somebody might be charismatic yet a serial killer and there's still a little bit of a piece of us that are like oh well they were famous they were on the news they were here and there so you kind of want to be like oh do i believe him i don't know so ted bundy or Mm -hmm. even we can go back to aaron eccles even though technically he wasn't convicted of lily kane's murder 
Exactly, exactly. And he was a movie star, and we've. I like that they present this in such a way where the villain has a likable characteristic to them. Most serial killers and psychopaths do, which is why they're psychopaths in the first place. Oh, well... Yikes! That got dark. We're both charismatic people. You better watch out for us. Just kidding. Not us. We just like to talk about it. Um, So, yeah, that was... It just all came to the point right there. And I know you were holding your breath that whole scene during the dedication because they drive up and... Um, Keith goes with Pin um, to try and defuse the bomb. And I know you were sitting there and you were like, no, don't let anything happen to Keith. Um, you, I don't know that you even breathed. I don't think I did, actually. I... I was wait. I was with Veronica every step of this way. I wanted to close my eyes, but I couldn't because I had to watch. And I just wish I could have closed my eyes and just let everything go silent. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Because you don't kill my dad like that. Please. We need him around. And I I was with you on that. I thought that something was going to happen to Keith. Um, I just kept saying the whole time, get all the students out. Everybody was already out. Let the building explode. Just don't. Don't go in there after the bomb. Don't try and defuse it. Don't risk your life. Everybody had already scattered. They got everybody out. So just let the bomb go off. But That's also, what I kept saying. But what got me was the fact that it was also on a, I think, a gas pipeline. So I don't even, you wouldn't even know how far. I don't. Even, if they were in the radius, it wouldn't matter. They, they I don't think they were far enough from a radius away for it not to have affected them. Oh my gosh, it was so intense. That's it's so stressful to watch. And but thankfully, Keith was okay. Yes, and even though like, I don't want to jump ahead, but this is also my thing for the police. How come you didn't grab his personal effects from the car? That's a great question I have now. I'm sorry, you like he brought something in my car and somehow I didn't. I forgot about it. Exactly, and it's been sitting there this whole time. Before we get into any of that, let's just talk, well, I guess this leads into it. So, we finally got to see Veronica and Logan Mars. Oh, did or they Eccles. take our Eccles? We, we don't know. We still I, don't know. I keep calling it Veronica Eccles, Logan Mars. Um, we got to see them get married, and this was so beautiful. I mean, it, it was, was simple. It was, and a, it wasn't a big affair. It was them, like it was true to both of their characters. I, we were both gasping again when Logan sent that text message. Sorry, we were like, no, you could not take us this far, and then back out after you talked to your therapist. I was going to be so mad at Jane, the therapist, if he did not show up. But moments later, he showed up, and it was so wonderful. I mean. We've been talking about Team Logan is Endgame. How satisfied were you with this part? I feel like we've been waiting for this for 14 years. And just as a fan, watching them finally, you know, 
ball and chain themselves to each other, make an honest woman and man of each other. It was everything I could have hoped for it would be. And because they've been through so much, they didn't need a big fancy wedding. They just needed them to. And they just needed two other people that's important to their lives. And as much as Wallace and Logan, they get along and they don't get along sometimes, having Logan, I mean, having Keith and having Wallace there was just perfect. It was the perfect day. I'm surprised Dick wasn't there for some reason. I oh, will say yeah. that. But I, we, obviously because we talked about it earlier in the news that Ryan could only do a couple of days, so that's the only reason why also why he wasn't in two extra episodes, which could have also been that scene. Right, exactly. And I think they did a good job of making this an elopement, so not everybody's going to be there. Not everybody could make it. And you were gasping because she was wearing the ring when she was <sighs> hugging Keith. Is so such a beautiful moment. I and mean, Keith is okay, and Keith has the best news of his life as well. His medical reports came back, and he's healthy. Um, it's just what happens when you mix your medicine. So <laughs> everyone, be careful. Let that be a PSA message. Be careful of which medicines you're taking at the same or what time. Your doctor is prescribing for you, just because, especially because he had so many, and when you have so many, it. Obviously, every one of each pill itself affects you a different way and to begin with. It just does. And you have to read the label and make sure it says, don't mix this with other types of blah, blah, blah. And alcohol. Well, and definitely alcohol. And we saw Keith and Clyde throw in those whiskeys or rice, whatever the drinks are, throwing those back. Uh, so you know that he was drinking a little bit on his medications, which is a big no-no. And speaking of Clyde... In this episode, this was another heart jerker for me. Clyde just wanted to be Keith's friend. Yes. I Do you I I took it for surface level. I just saw it as he does not have his right-hand man um, big dick around anymore, but so he's looking for another friend, and they're both old guys. They've got, you know, only would, a certain number of years left, I'd say, and they just want to be old pals, I feel like. I wouldn't call big dick a friend for Clyde, but I, I totally got what he what he's saying. He's like, I'm a 60-year-old ex-con. What, am I, what was I supposed to do? But at the end of the day, I like you, and how hard is it at our age to actually find someone else you enjoy your spending your time with and it hit me hard at that point i was kind of just like keith he has bad tendencies but he's not a terrible person right i think this is the one time where a second chance wouldn't be out of the question you know i think they would be great friends i i was sad that keith said no to clyde but you know clyde's lonely he just lost you know, Big Dick, who I, like I, yeah, like we're talking about, he's not a friend, but he is a business partner, and he keeps him very busy. So he's around Big Dick all the time, except that one time he got Big Dick killed. So he, let's talk he, about the opening. Yes. <laughs> when um, little Maddie got to witness a very gruesome killing. Do you have thoughts on do you want to start us off or do you want me to start us off? I think that Maddie, like, even hearing his the confession come from Alonzo and watching him die, th- for her, as shook as she was by it, it was justice served, in a way. And, do- first of all, Dodie walks in with this big machete, like, you machete, around here, 
And then you're just like, oh, samurai sword. Let's just let's use his own weapon against him. And oh my gosh, I'm just I couldn't believe it. Like we were both gasping and everybody actually was asking us, are we okay? Because that's how affected we were by that scene itself. I agree with that, and I would say it was hard to watch as well. Just thinking about Maddie watching that happen and be a witness to that. And I but I agree on the part that you're saying as far as it was justice served and for her to be able to witness. Um but I mean either way, it that's brutal. And oh, man, it's kind I mean it's kind of satisfying to just watch Big Dick be done with it because he's so arrogant and he had so many people killed um with the bombings and I mean, even if it was an accident, he had no remorse for that in any way. Like, even though he wasn't supposed to kill people with those bombs, it still happened, and he still didn't seem to have any feelings about it. So it's like, it feels nice to be like, Big Dick is out of the picture, we're done, the Mexican cartel, you know, took care of it. And that is, and that's kind of where it landed. I mean, we don't know if they're going to get caught if they went back to Mexico. Well, I don't, they didn't get caught because obviously the maid found him the next day. Right. But I mean, there isn't an investigation going on about Big Dick, you know, like, so, and I mean, we didn't, we don't know if they are going to get caught or not going to get caught if the case is dropped. I mean, there's fingerprints on the sword. Did they take the sword? You know what I, you know, it's like open-ended as far as that goes. But what is really important is that they killed him and he's gone yeah i felt bad for alonzo a little bit only because he really felt bad about leaving because he had this thing going with claudia and knowing he's like do like do we have to go i kind of found something here but Dodie is like do you actually have we don't have a choice that's that's when you join a cartel your life is never your own anymore that's right. You don't work for you. He, just everyone out there, remember that. If you're considering joining the Mexican cartel, just know that your life is not going to be your own. It's, you're going to have a boss, and he's going to tell you everything you're going to do. So and you're going to do it, or you die. Or you die. And even if you do do it, you still might die. Oh. That is very true. I think the, one of the things I noticed, but I really wish even Veronica would be mentioned in her um, voiceover, was where's Weevil in all this? Like, what happened to the PCHers? Yeah, now we that... have a lot of questions about the future of Neptune, I think, going forward. Um, but before we get into all of that, we the biggest moment of this episode is when we find out that Veronica has pieced all of the bombings together, has rerun this in her mind as to what's happened, and a light bulb comes on and she knows she's figured out the limerick that pin left and she remembers that pin left his backpack in the car and as soon as she remembers that um logan had gone out to move the car for street sweeping and there was about three minutes when we were just saying no logan don't do it no don't let this happen and the bomb went off trying to kill veronica and instead it killed logan and i think our moods as you can tell are very very sad because they were married maybe a few hours and actually 
an hour. So they're married an hour, and then this tragedy happens, and it's just so hard to even talk about. I think our mood is still very down from that. This is just... It's it's like you've waited so long for this to happen, and it's ripped from you in a matter of minutes. I mean, if you're going to kill a character, could it be somebody not as prominent for me? And though I, I, I can understand what Rob Thomas was going for for this finale. What would you it say? It doesn't make it hurt less. Yes. And what do you mean by that? What is he going for? I think if there is a, if there is a fifth season, where does that now, where does that leave Veronica at the same time? Because now this is another person in her life that's gone. She lost Lily. She lost Duncan to Australia for her, for a baby that he had with Meg. And what, 14 years later, she loses Logan to a psychopath. And she's pissed, and she has every right to be pissed. But now that that takes on a different journey, I also think like what the like psychiatrist was saying, you move on to finding your well-being. Whatever well-being that is going to be, it's obviously up to you and the progress you make with it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a long journey, for sure. Um, before we move on to our last topic, um, we just have something we'd like to say to all the marshmallows out there. And that is thank you. Thank you guys (laughs) so much for watching. Um, We appreciate you being on this journey with us. And if you're watching now, you can give us a thumbs up and subscribe on YouTube. If you're watching on iTunes or Spotify, then you can give us five stars. Because as Shay has said before, four stars and below don't work. Those have been blown up. So So give us give us five stars uh leave a comment and we will comment you back we love to have conversations with our fellow marshmallows out there and we just want to say thank you guys so much for watching we love you guys um shay getting into the very last thing which is the closing of the finale. I know we have, we, you can hear it in our voices. We just have this big sigh. Uh, we've come a long ways uh, with you guys as well. But we're, we're talking about the future of Neptune now. So now um, we have solved the crime of the serial bomber. We now see that Clyde is living the big life. He's got his dealership where Comrade Quacks used to be. With the, Ichiko? We've got um, the boardwalk has um, changed from Spring Breakers time to all of these new companies. The only one that has lasted is the Sea Sprite, and that's with Maddie. Um, We also see that Veronica is heading out of town because since the documentary came out, she's gotten lots of publicity, and she's getting cases from all over the place. And this leaves Maddie um, at... The Mars investigations helping Keith, which is so fun to see. And this kind of leaves us as where where are we going for this this ending of the episode? We see Veronica, as you mentioned, with going to therapy, which is something we weren't sure was gonna happen, and now she needs it more than ever, I think, and she's talking to Jane, and I feel like that is a beautiful ending. Um were there some any Ties left untied, I would say. Besides 
me not knowing like what's happening with Weevil and the PCHers a year later. And this is what I find interesting, though, for them, even though Big Dicks died and all this other stuff, the reason Penn did it was because he's saying Spring Breakers ruined Neptune. I think that was, if you're going to do that, then that should be even more reason to keep Spring Breakers here. Because you gave him exactly what he wanted. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, the companies and the businesses should be catered more towards Spring Breakers than ever because it's it it's was, against what yeah. Penn was bombing for. And but you basically gave him what he wanted, even though he's in jail. You know, he could be married, you know. He could have a pen pal. Ah, ugh, gross. Um, but, you know, but just, it's just crazy. A year, we have art gallery, I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't mind a spot. You know, I'm just saying that there are, there's a reason you should, like, it could have been kept. I mean, give Clyde, I guess, if he could, if he just kept Chattanooga, I would have been fine with it. But everything else, I would kind of wish they, somehow the Spring Breakers stayed. I see what you're saying. But the first bombs were big dicks. So we do know, so he, that's what he had wanted from the beginning. And it's like, Pin took the last bombs, and he uh, he he like jumped. He saw an opportunity, yes. and he was like, "I hate the Spring Breakers. This is great. I love that this is happening. I'm gonna also jump on this bombing, you know, spree and do it." So it's like, I just feel like Pin as a character kind of jumps into it without thinking about it, and. I mean, he dwells, I mean, he comes up with these limericks, and he's done a, put in a lot of work for it, because he dwells on it, but I also think that it's like, I saw that opportunity, and I just did it, whereas Big Dick had a specific purpose, I'm gonna, you know, advance my businesses. Yes. And all Penn is doing is just killing people to kill people. Yes, because it's all a game to him. Exactly. Oh my goodness. So, he kind of, like, if Beaver didn't die, he almost reminds me of Cat. Uh, Cassidy Casablancas mm-hmm. in, in that way of how right. Cassidy planned everything out and just the details to everything so he wouldn't be suspected. Yes. Now, my question is, I guess, where did the nails come into this? I mean... Well, the, what Penn got hit with was a nail from Maddie's art project from when she was 10. So that's why he thought the that's what the bombs were made with. So when he continued to do the beach or the beheading and the comrade quacks, he did it with the same nails he believed matched. Right. That's what Veronica talked about, I think, in the last episode. You're right. And then um, also one last little button on this story was Maddie was able to keep this going because, lo and behold, we finally have our answer I've been waiting for so long. She had the ring. Yes. So that was not... Honestly, it was nice for her to pawn that ring off. And we also saw that Congressman Maloof is going to be running for Senate, probably against his own will. Not really against his... I mean, you know, with the push from his mother. Well, I mean, now that the blackmailer's taken care of, I don't think he sees a reason not to. He can finally run on what he wants to do. He's not being pushed in a direction by this blackmailer. So yeah. he can finally get the stuff that he believes in done, which is good. And, you know, Logan's message. 
at the very end of this episode, like, it ended with Logan. Yes. I I was crying as well. Oh my gosh, it was so emotional, and it was such a beautiful ending. So well done. Can you marry someone you res- if you respect her? Like, can I get a man like that? I'm just saying. I want some. I want some wax poetry like that. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Well, it was an incredible finale. Um, before we get into you know, our goodbyes. We do have our two segments that we want to do. Yes. And we have some old faces before we get to that real quick. Oh, we before have some we amazing do that. old faces. Yes. What is incredible about this show is that we keep seeing new old faces popping yes. up. So they even waited to the finale to show us some Not of our old one. friends. But three. three. Shay, who did we see this episode? We saw my man. Principal Van Clemens, I, every time I see him, I get super happy, especially even when he popped up in the movie, the film version, I was just like, you my man, you're my principal, I so respect you and love you. He was, he and he always just believed in Veronica, no matter what evidence might have showed otherwise, and she was always the person that would help him out, so I loved it. Next, we have a blast from Logan's dating past, Miss Parker, who unfortunately is divorced. Yeah, uh, yeah. Husband. She was happy for a while. It seems she was happy for a second. But I mean, it was nice to see her and for her to be so happy for them and to actually think what we've all been thinking. It's time. It took you guys a while to get here, right? It's it's good to hear somebody. Yes, say what we're all thinking. Yes. And last but not least, Jake Kane. You guys remember. He runs the Trident Society. He is Duncan Kane's father. He also somehow decided to create a school, high school, for himself because he's Jake Kane and he still has money. That's what he's been doing, but I'm glad he's doing that rather than bombing Spring Breakers. True. This is the only time Jake hasn't done anything terrible. Yeah, I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe if there's a fifth season, then maybe it'll be... Jake doing something. It's something they did not mention in the episode, but I noticed she she broke their contest. She broke their bet. Oh, on the F word, yeah. What? When did she say that? When the band had jumped in. Yes, she did. That's exactly right. But then the band covered it up. Yes, that was incredible. I loved that moment. It was a great moment, and it like I'm like Dad. Like if we, if we have a bet, this is the actual only perfect time you because nobody is listening. Yeah, there is a bump. First of all, actually, you should just start with bomb. You don't even have, like, yeah. once you say bomb, everybody moves. Exactly. I know. She w- she waited way too long on that during the Kane dedication. So, yes, that was a, if you're going to use, if you're going to break the bet, call it off, that was the perfect time to do it. So It was needed. It was an incredible episode. Um, let's go ahead and jump into our special segment, which is Breaking the Glass Ceiling. Shay, who do we have for us today? So, I can't give you a name. I can just tell you that she is a, she is what they call a savant. That actually is her code name, nickname. So, they there have been so many mass shootings, um, even our like own American terrorists in this country lately. But there is somebody working with the FBI as a consultant to stop it from, before it even happens. So, her code name is the savant. And she lives in a place that cannot be disclosed to anybody for protection of her and her family. Even her family doesn't even know what she truly does as well. All they think she does is do it to domestic terrorism. But what she actually does, she spends 
all the time online. She has over a what does it say a hundred? Oh, she has she keeps tabs on a more than a thousand men. She calls from her list. They're right here on the spreadsheet. Uh, pages and pages of faces, light eyes, and jelly pocket cheeks, dark eyes, and deeply sunken dimples, old skin and new. One guy lives less than a mile from her. I know their screen names, their real names, their fake names, and when they change their names. She says private accounts, alias accounts, multiple accounts she knows. I can't reveal her exact method, but let's just say anyone who is vocal online about his hate for women has likely chatted her up about his motorcycle or his family. And that way, these men are vulnerable because they have to put themselves out there. The internet is their bullhorn the best way they have to reach their disciples. When she first started doing this, she did it in person. And once a man caught her taking pictures at a gathering of white supremacists, she played it off, but her nerves were fried. Another time, she was jotting down some notes when a well-known extremist sat down right next to her. She remembers that her heart was beating so hard that she could feel it in her fingertips. She slowly closed the notebook, and she was terrified. She didn't know if he saw it, if she didn't see it. So, and other other people in her field have been docs. Their family's targeted because of what they do. So this is the way she can keep everybody, keep herself and her family safe, but still be able to bring these men to prison for it. Wow. So this is a woman who's been who's working currently today. Yes. She works for the FBI as a consultant. As yeah. a consultant, she used to be a marine. And um, we can't know her name because she's currently working, and that would put her in danger. We can't see her face. But how did you find out about her? Where did you find her at? I found her on a Cosmopolitan um, article that they did on her. Yeah. So if you want to see what we've read, what we found, you can look um, at Cosmopolitan and read more about her. But the again, savant, I believe, is the article name, and she never forgets the face. There you go. So that's an incredible story to see this woman working and um, doing an incredible job protecting our country. Um, Thank you for sharing her with us today. We do, before we go, have a little bit of news or news that's not news. (laughs) I love that. So, guys, I know everybody's wondering if there will be a season five or if we should just cap it at season four. Unfortunately, Hulu has not... Given a statement if they renew the series or not, but creator Rob Thomas says he definitely can seize potential for a season five, if so, given the chance. Wow, that is the question we have all been wondering, especially at the conclusion of the finale of season four. In your opinion, do you see this being a potential of a season five? I can, and from uh, the only reason I say that because even though Logan's gone and I'm terrible, I now just am just thinking Leo. Oh my goodness, we've been talking about him for so long, and we've gotten, oh, I feel so guilty thinking about Leo now that we've talked about it. But it's been a year, maybe even two years by the time we even hit a season five. I'm not saying enough time has passed, but that doesn't mean Veronica Mars doesn't actually deserve her happiness, and I feel like that's also going to be part of her journey if there is a season five. She deserves happiness out of anybody else in this world. After everything she's been through. This is what I'm thinking. Veronica Mars, they can always... The Veronica Mars universe, you can always come back and do another season. No matter where we are, if it's a year, if it's three months, um, then you can come back and do one. We've seen the movie. We've seen the remake, the reboot of this um, for season four. And it doesn't matter where you leave off. 
you can always come back and be more story. There can be more stories because Veronica Mars is an independent woman. Keith Mars is still in it. We have a junior Veronica Mars, and I think there could be storyline with that. Um, so that's where I'm at. I know that I think they filmed around this time last year. So if they were going to start filming again for next season, if it was going to come out about the same time, it would be in the fall. So I think if we were going to hear more about that, it would be coming up soon. So hopefully, hopefully (laughs) we can get a season five. I know... I know we would both. I would love to see a season five. I would love I would to see love that. I would love to see where where it's headed. Where real quick before we conclude, if there is a season five, where do you want to see the show go? Prediction wise. Prediction wise, let's go ahead. And now officially, <laughs> TV finale prediction. Prediction wise for season five. Obviously, something has to bring her back to Neptune, or maybe we even see her in Virginia in some way, where she's not in Neptune, but we're still somehow in a different VMAR, like in a case that leads her to Virginia, that leads her to Leo, and her having to team up with him again. And maybe she even joins the FBI, like the original season four plotline was. And if that happens, I would forever be grateful because they posted on YouTube while Tom posted what they filmed already as a mock-up for the UPN back in the day of what season four would look like. And it looked amazing. So I kind of hope if they do go that route, I am looking forward to that. What about you? I would, I'm with you on that. It would be incredible to see her in the FBI, see her working alongside Leo. If she was going to go anywhere else, and I hate to see... I mean, it is so soon. Like, just talking about the finale. I just want Logan to come back yes. and be okay. But I, if she was going to be with anybody else, it would be Leo. And nobody... I would not be happy if she was with anybody other than... So... Duncan Kane. No, not even that. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I would love to see that. I would love to see her... Um, kind of coaching and building up little Maddie. I think Maddie's character, I think that was a great character addition um, to the Mars world, and I think she did a great job this season. I would love to see her grow up on the show, too, Um, and just to see Veronica Mars teaching her her ways. I think that would be so adorable. I agree with that. I also would like to volunteer as tribute as her friend. I know! Yes, if we're filming, we would love to be the friends on the beach. Uh, no, Prince Maddie in high school, maybe like like she can have her own Mac. Like exactly. I mean, I mean not like Owen, but maybe another female character that is just as driven and as Maddie is, obviously, and how a hustler she is. In a in a way, Mac was for Veronica, you know, hustling those purity tests. Exactly. We would love to see that with Maddie. I think she would be great. Um, so that's, I, we're hoping, we're hoping <laughs> for a season five. Um, the finale was great. We are so happy we got to cover this. And before we go, Shay, where can everybody find you? You guys can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me on Grand Hotel on Mondays at 8 p.m. Guys, it's been a pleasure. And I'm Kelsey Hightower, and you can find me online at, at Kels Hightower. And until Season 5, we hope, <laughs> we will see you guys next time. Bye, Marshmallows! Bye!
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.